Hey, I'm Anna. I'm Daisy. Welcome to Becoming Mama, our safe space podcast all about navigating parenthood and doing it your way. Enjoy the episode, guys. Hey guys, welcome back to Becoming Mama, or if this is your first time listening, then welcome. It's so nice to have you here. This podcast is a completely safe space for parents to come and listen where there is absolutely no judgment. We basically just get a different mum on each week and have a bit of a chat and open up some honest conversations around things about motherhood that we feel are not talked about enough to hopefully make you feel less alone. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. Today is a very special one because it is one of us who is the guest. We haven't got anyone else on. Um, it's crazy that this episode, Anna, is just me and you because it is reminding me that we have been doing this for about a month now, but it feels like it was so much longer that we did an episode that was just me and you. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's crazy. It's gone so far. Like, I actually feel a bit nervous today because it's like me being interviewed, whereas like me the ones asking other mums questions but today <laughs> me but no I'm excited to get into it and answer some of the questions it's just our podcast you are not on the Ellen show or anything special so don't you get yourself carried away over there <laughs> um so if you guys don't know Anna recently announced that she's actually pregnant with her second baby Woo! we are so excited about it um we asked you guys for some questions on instagram um about her second pregnancy how she's been finding it um obviously being pregnant at this crazy time in the world and also sort of having two under two and all of that um and so thank you so much to every person that sent one in because we did have a really you know great amount of questions um so anna is going to answer those basically for the um majority of this episode so we hope you guys enjoy um i think we're going to go straight into it with our first question which is Anna did you always want two under two yeah so I definitely wanted to have babies close in age I've got two brothers and we're actually all really close in age so my older brother is 15 months older than me and my younger brother Mm. 20 months younger than me so actually like we're all really close and my older brother had his third birthday a week after my younger brother was born so like for a time (laughs) My mum had a two-year-old, a one-year-old and a newborn baby. <laughs> so like three under three. For How did your mum find that? Did you, has she told you? She found it hard. I mean, like a lot of people say that going from no babies to one baby is a massive jump. Obviously, I mean, yeah. I found it such a jump because you just have no oh idea what to expect. And then yeah. she said having me was then kind of like, a little bit easier because you know what to expect and what's coming um and you're in a yeah. routine with your older baby but then yeah. like that jump to three I mean she's said it and lots of other mums that I've spoken to have said it it's just really hard yeah. because like, you think you've got two babies you've got two pairs of hands you know like if you need to hold the hands when you're out or whatever but if you've got yeah. that third one it's kind of like something has to give you don't have three hands you know like you kind of I feel like just have to let go of control a bit and just kind of let them run riot because <laughs> you know hold all the hands do everything yeah. all the time but no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah no, back to the question like I really wanted because it's so nice for me to have siblings close in age I really wanted Flo yeah. to have a sibling close in age yeah. she's actually well, she's going to be a year at the end of this month. So when the baby's born, she'll be about 18 months. Um, it's the best. Oh, such a good gap. Is that the age gap between you and your sister? 
Yes. And I literally can't tell you, Anna, like it's the, she's like going to be my best friend for the rest of my life. I know any sibling that you have, like you can be close to them. I'm close to all my siblings, but there's something about having one that's just below you that like I, every single picture of me and my childhood, I'm holding hands with her. Like we were, we were inseparable. And I think all the people that I've heard who have an 18 month gap have said the same thing. So you've really done, I just think it's going to be amazing for you and them. But it wasn't like completely intentional that it would be an 18 month gap. Although I do think mm. 18 months is probably quite good. I know it's she'll still be young, but I feel like she's quite independent in terms of like, she's already walking, um, touch wood, her sleeping is quite good. She just goes to sleep herself. Um, mm. And obviously like she'll be able to understand a little bit more. Like I'm not expecting her to yeah. change nappies or anything, but like, I feel like she'll be able to get involved a little bit with helping so it wasn't necessarily intentional that it was going to be 18 months but I feel like it was only a few months ago that I felt ready to start trying and luckily it happened really quickly but before a few months ago I just wasn't in that headspace I feel like it took us a really long time to kind of get into a bit of routine and more even just get to grips with like motherhood and everyday life that I didn't even think about a second child until kind of things started calming down in terms of like sleep and feeling a bit more myself in a way although I always have but I don't know it's hard to explain but I just I kind of knew that I felt ready and wanted to start trying and it's just happened that they'll be 18 months apart which I think is quite a good age but I don't know when is the right you know there's never a right time yeah it just has to happen when it happens, like for any, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you can plan it either. Like you can't plan like, I'm going to have a child then, then I'm going to have a child then. Because obviously like, there's obviously the scientific side of it of are you actually going to get pregnant in the time that you are planning on, you know, because yeah. it can take up to a, a year, can't it? So you can never plan. But yeah, what I mean, it's worked so well for you. It's so exciting. Yeah, but that's the thing, you can never plan it. So like, luckily, it was really, it happened really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, after birth, like with flow, I had bleeding for a really prolonged time. I had to go for checkups and appointments for that because they don't know why I continued to bleed for so long. For months after, I got my periods back quite early because I stopped breastfeeding um, after a few weeks. But yeah. it's always been since I had her like a bit, I never really knew when they were coming. Whereas before I had flow, they were literally like clockwork every month. I could predict when they were coming and I'd have like a 28 day long cycle. Whereas they've been a bit more all over the place. I feel like that came into play as well. I just thought, you know, I have no idea how long it could take. I mean, there's also things I'm worried about with having two under two. Like I feel really, I'm sure they're all really normal worries, but I just worry like, what if they both need me at the same time? What if she feels neglected? I kind of also feel like I'm going to just say this and I'm sure other people feel it, but like, she's my whole world. Like she's my first and like only child. And I love her so much that I wonder how I'm ever going to love another baby as much. I always feel weird saying, but I know that I will, but that's kind of a worry as well. Do you know what? I spoke to my mum about this recently because she's got four girls. And I remember saying like, when yeah, it, yeah that is such a valid point to make. I think all mums feel that. Well, you have one, you learn what being a parent is. You, if, As you yeah. said, you fall in love with that child. They are your world. You spend your life attending to them. Like it's all you do that they become like your, literally like your arm, like your right arm. That of yeah, course exactly. you're thinking like, 
when you don't know what that second child's going to look like, you don't know what that, you know, you haven't experienced it yet. I'm sure it must feel, I can't imagine how you feel being pregnant with a second and thinking, yeah. oh my gosh, I've got to do this all again. And how, and I'm sure, you know, of course you're going to love them just as much, but it's so, it must be weird to imagine it. I, t- I totally get what you're saying, yeah. uh, but I've you will. Been, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know I will. And I've, I actually did like a post on my personal Instagram about it. And I had so many mums comment on it and then message me being mm-hmm. like, I had no idea either how I could ever have even more love for someone yeah. than for my child you know my first child but they said you just do like your heart just doubles and yeah, yeah so I'm fine and then like, the, the the smaller things you know like double buggies and oh, there's so much to think about but that all feels very far away but yeah oh God, Hannah, question, I really wanted to <laughs> have <laughs> children that were close in age so yeah Oh, it's so exciting. We've obviously, just for anyone who doesn't know, Anna and I started this podcast because we are friends in real life. <laughs> We've been friends for years. And um, when Anna had flow, I remember you did start saying a few months after, you were like, I'm feeling broody. Like, we do think we'll try again. And I was thinking, oh my God, because obviously I've got, you know, Savannah, my daughter is literally like two months, three months older than Flo. And for me, I'm like, I'm so far off from there right now. Like, I couldn't, I can't imagine being pregnant again. But I'm so, like, I didn't, and I, then I guess I also I didn't expect you to actually fall pregnant. You know, you kept saying, it but I didn't think it would actually happen and then when she told me I was like st- I'm still shocked yeah, by it I I'm so excited it almost feels so soon I told you her over WhatsApp, WhatsApp, which like I really wanted to tell her in person, but obviously with COVID and everything, oh, and like we hadn't seen each other for a while, and yeah, I didn't know when I was next going to see her, and I just couldn't wait to say it. And actually, on a group chat with one of our other friends, <laughs> and she just said it. I think she was like, "Anna's pregnant," and then I just I yeah, couldn't be yeah. like, "No, I." So I was like, yeah, I am. And like, they both thought I was joking, but yeah, it wasn't, and it wasn't. A- yeah. It was such a casual, like, and like ad- admission. And I was like, sorry, like, you're, what, you're pregnant. This is huge. Like, I want like a massive, like, I want like an L Derby announcement from you. I want like, I want like a flipping box delivered to my house telling me you're pregnant. So yeah, it was so funny. Like, I don't know, like this time round, I kind of feel, I guess, cause it is the second, yeah. I feel kind of calmer in terms of like I don't know with Flo I found out the gender early and then I didn't actually I didn't have like a massive gender reveal but I just had it with Charlie's family and then like put it on Instagram it was like a massive thing and then like this massive baby shower I mean like you did have a massive baby shower it was amazing but yeah there were a lot of people in your house it's so funny to think back yeah. also like I don't know like time. I feel like this time I mean obviously COVID and things I couldn't have like a baby shower like I no. but um but of a first isn't it yeah I mean like I'm beyond excited but I don't feel the need to I mean yeah. no I know what you're saying you said this to me because you're so busy with flow as well you're not you don't have the time to sit and do all the things that you did for your firstborn so that's yeah that's a big part they're probably just whether they're a girl or a boy they're probably just going to be in like her hand-me-downs for the majority of the time and oh my god every single every single piece of clothing that flow um, sav grows out of i'm like right can't wait to put my second child in that like they don't need any new clothes like why would they ever need new clothes I know, especially I feel like so much of the newborn stuff. I mean, I bought all these outfits, but mm. actually, she lived in like John Lewis, like baby clothes. So that's the advice I would give to a new, like to a pregnant woman. I'd say don't buy newborn outfits because you will not put your child in trousers and like a freaking waistcoat. Oh like you just will not. Okay, so I even had jeans in naught to three months. Jeans. <laughs> Like there was no, also like I mean there was just no way that I don't think she well she never wore them. Um, 
yeah like not comfy not practical just stupid so yeah <laughs> this baby won't be in them either <laughs> moving on second question is your birth plan so what I actually haven't spoken to you about this um what is your birth plan would you do anything different or will you be keeping it the same as last time so I've spoken about it a little bit before but for anyone who doesn't know I had a really positive birth with flow I was able to have a water birth it was really quick um like a really mm. positive experience I mean yeah I tore quite badly but even that like I would still say it was a really positive experience um but mm-hmm. I did do quite a lot of I believe a lot of that is due to like a lot of the work I did so me and Charlie went on a hypnobirthing course um which was amazing I feel like hypnobirthing played such a massive part in my labor so actually it was in Liliana's episode the last episode that yeah. she spoke about hypnobirthing I feel like people still aren't really sure sometimes what it is because of the name of it I feel like it should just be called like birth education or birth preparation or something like that because it's kind of just like learning all about birth all about like what your body is going through so that you feel confident like when you're in the moment and you know what's going on it's also a lot Mm -hmm. to do with breathing techniques and how to stay calm so I feel like you know, I massively use that actually in the labor, but in terms of birth plan, so in hypnobirthing, they kind of call it birth preferences because a plan is like very set in stone. Whereas yeah. preference is like, you know, I would have preferred to be in the water because I like water and I like that feeling. And I felt like that was a pain relief for me. Um, mm. But at the same time, because I kind of had in my head that it was like a preference, I was fully I would have been fully fine with if that didn't feel good then being on a bed or like at the same time I didn't want to have a c-section but if it ended up that I had to have that I knew that I had the tools to cope with that so but actually for this um birth Mm. it is different in the way that I would love a home birth if possible and I'm actually um booked with the home birth team so I've had a midwife appointment already and that was at home so all my appointments will be at home and then I'm hoping for a home birth but I think like I don't know that's obviously massively because I had a positive birth and I feel like do it but then I mean you never know what's going to happen I'm and I'm also open to even if I want to go for this home birth if like when things start happening I decide I want to go into hospital I'm completely fine with that you know yeah Um, Yeah. I feel like a massive part of the home birth idea as well is probably due to COVID in a way I mean I'm hoping by yeah so by July I'm hoping that things will be Back, a bit more back yeah. to normal I don't feel it like they're going to be back to normal, normal for a long no. time but after flow um even though I had a uncomplicated birth we had to stay in hospital for three nights after she was born and Charlie was allowed to stay with me for those three nights and I feel like if he wasn't allowed to stay with me it would have really affected my mental health yeah and yeah. I really really worry like I really feel for these mums that are having to like they've had their baby and then they just they have, their partners have to leave and they're just left on their own yeah, um yeah, I, know. I just even thinking about that like I I couldn't do that I was like really emotional really up and down after birth and I feel like I would just want to be in my safe place which is home with him around me um but yeah I feel like that's partly played a part into why I'd like to go for a home birth but also just to me I like the idea and I feel like I would be more confident um having gone through 
labor once, even though I'm fully open to the fact it could be mm. very different. But yeah, if I stay low risk, then that's definitely something I am considering. So a home birth with, I'm asking this myself, is that, do you want a water birth at home or just a home birth? Yeah, so I would definitely get a water birth, like one of the pools. Yeah, because um, you going to how does that like I'm intrigued how that works yeah, so you know I think you, you can buy them but you can also like rent them out um so yeah, yeah I'd either buy it or rent it although it's not the kind of thing you'd use like I don't think it can turn into like a paddle I mean I don't know mind stain of yeah. blood on the side <laughs> so I'd like to have one there um but then because obviously I had a water birth with Flo and I loved being in the water I really like I know I yeah I have a bath most nights and it really relaxes me yeah and you know like I feel like just because with my labor with Flo the water was what helped it might be that I actually really don't want to be in the water and I just want to be moving about on lap well not mm. on lap you know what I mean <laughs> moving about <laughs> I'm just, I'm, a mammal that's a mammal I'm, you are like lying in bed or you know like you never yeah. know so I definitely yeah. would want to have a birthing pool there but again I'd just be right. to see how it goes yeah yeah so next question is that this lady who's sent her question in is planning baby number two so she's asking how has it been being pregnant with a young baby okay so that's a really good question thank you so much for sending that in I feel like in one way it's been hard but in one way I don't want to say it's been easy because it's not been easy, but it's been bearable in the way that Flo is still on two naps a day and she is quite good with her naps. I mean, providing we're at home, she's like a lockdown baby. So I mean, her cot is just, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's good that she does sleep in the cot. So yeah, providing we're at home, she has a nap in the morning and she has a nap in the afternoon. And one of those naps is like at least an hour and a half, sometimes two hours long. Um, oh. And I always, I, I mean, most days, I'd say nine out of 10 days, I actually sleep as well. I'm quite lucky. I feel like it's <laughs> to work as a PT and used to work mental hours that I can yeah. anywhere. Like, and literally as soon as she's asleep, I'm off, <laughs> like within a couple of I minutes. I get over this. I've, I can't nap a day in my life. Even though I was pregnant, I did not have one nap when I was pregnant. Like, and it makes me laugh so much that every, I, every day I just picture you getting into bed and just like conking out. Sometimes it's crazy. I'm, I'm like, oh, sorry, I just woke up from a nap. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like when you've been telling me you're tired, I'm like, just have a nap. And you're like, no, you don't understand. I can't. But I don't understand people who can't nap. Like I can literally. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, I'm you amazing <laughs> I'm lucky in that way that because I have definitely been a lot more tired I mean I feel like since becoming a well not even since becoming a mum yeah. my, my third trimester with yeah. flow yeah. you don't really sleep then you're up all the time yeah. I feel like I've just yeah. never felt that rested <laughs> even if I've had quite a good night's sleep yeah, of course, why would you? you're right you've been pregnant yeah. and then you've had a baby and then you've been pregnant again so really for the last year and a bit you've been of course you're you know you're like you're, you're shattered to just be able to sleep for like she does actually sleep quite nice much words. I mean, when it's good, it doesn't yeah. last. And when it's bad, it doesn't either. So I'm sure that would change in a few months. But um, yeah, I'd love to just be able to sleep for like 14 hours. I'd actually really be able to do that. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm quite lucky in the way that she does sleep quite a bit in the day. If it wasn't for 
um being pregnant I wouldn't be napping that much and like obviously because I'm napping like the house is a mess and like the washing I'm not on top of things but for now that's fine with me because I know well I'll start to feel less tired and I won't need to sleep every time she's sleeping and I can get on with things but for now like something's got to give and I don't mind at all that it's that so it's been hard it's been okay in that way because I feel rested but then it's hard in the way that she's also she's 11 months she's walking she's non-stop um so I feel like it's yeah. very physically demanding and mm-hmm. yeah it's it's hard I feel like especially it's hard with lockdown so before lockdown we were going to like soft plays and it was easier in that way that like I could just put her down and she'd just run free and yeah I worry about her like falling or getting hurt or you know whereas at home it's just like being on constant watch the whole time and is a lot harder so I feel like it's harder in that way and there definitely have been some days where I just will put a few toys out and I put the tv on and usually she doesn't watch that much tv it's not it's not even because I don't want her to it's kind of because sometimes she's just not that interested she'd rather sort of be running around like she never really sits there and watches something but definitely the tv's been on a lot more in the background to kind of just keep her happier for a bit longer just because some days I feel so horrendous that I feel I can't give her everything that I'm used to giving her I'm still with her but I don't have the same energy sometimes. Yeah. Again, I mean, I'm fine with that because it's just what I need to do right now to get through these days. And, <laughs> you know, I'm giving her a brother or a sister, so she'll, <laughs> she'll deal with it. <laughs> no, I must say, like, as a friend, I've watched you and you've been the most attentive parent. Like, you, I don't do half the stuff that you've done with Flo in the past. You, her days, like, this is for listeners Anna's days used to be literally jam-packed with like the most ridiculous activities that you just put make yourself do because you're such a good mum and you would like yeah. take flow to gymnastics and then you've got swimming and then you got this and then you go meet a friend and then you do that. and it's just like she's she's had the most stimulated life she's such a lucky little girl her yeah. having a few weeks where you're pregnant of watching tv is not is you know it's not going to do one bad thing to her so just be no. proud of yourself like an olympic schedule sometimes but <laughs> Honestly, like she loves it but I, I did these things because I, I know they're good for her but also I've said before a lot of it is for me like I'm a very busy person before having her I was used to like yeah really that's how you run yeah people the whole time and I'm very like busy and go, go, go. I like being out I like being with people I like talking to people so sometimes you know I feel yeah. like classes and stuff are more for me but <laughs> I know she enjoys this leads us on well, actually, to the next question, which is, have you had any morning sickness or do you feel different this time around compared to Flo? So, yeah, how's your body been feeling? I mean, with Flo, I was so sick. Like, I was really sick. I was sick from yeah. really early on. So I think about week five, I was being sick all the time. I was actually working. I mean, I worked up until about a month before Flo was born, but I was working hard as well so I feel like that feels like so long ago it does it feels like a really long time ago but yeah with her I feel like I mean it was harder in the way that um I was doing really long days I don't I honestly don't know how I did it so like I was waking up at like five half five in the morning going to work for like six o'clock doing really long days sometimes not finish well most nights not finishing till eight or nine in the Mm -hmm. evening along with being really sick like honestly it's just 
thing but like I would teach a spin class and I'd actually feel myself like be sick in my mouth that's so gross (laughs) but like there were so many times I actually had to tell quite a few of my clients so for anyone who doesn't know I used to um have my own personal training studio and like the main thing I did was pre and postnatal along with spinning so I actually told Mm -hmm. quite a few of my clients really early on because sometimes I just I mean I looked awful but sometimes I just couldn't (laughs) help it I would be sick and some of my clients had like really young children and they'd often bring their babies to sessions with me so um I felt like I kind of had to tell them because I didn't want them to think I was like really sick or something was wrong and you know I'm around their babies and stuff so yeah I right. it was kind of it was different in that way I was really sick I mean until about like 20, 20 weeks with Flo it did ease up yeah and I was sick at the end as well so I feel like even though I do have morning sickness this time around it will never be anything <laughs> Like we actually went to Dublin when I was pregnant with her to see mm. Del Rey um, in concert, and we spent ninety percent of the time in this tiny hotel room in Dublin. Honestly, like the bed, it looked insane in the pictures, but like they always do. Honestly, yeah. the bed was this is like going off topic, but the bed was pushed up against the wall, so like one person couldn't get out of the bed. You had to climb over the other person. <laughs> and I was stuck in this tiny room, honestly, just being sick for ninety percent of the time. And then I went to the concert. I, I didn't think I could go, but we went to the concert, and I was sick there as well. It was so awful. So yeah, I'm like count my lucky stars that it's not like that with this baby because I don't know. I mean, I don't know how I worked for, I had to cancel some stuff, but I don't know how I worked for a lot of the early days, um, no. but I really don't know how I would manage to look after her while constantly being sick. I feel like it could almost be taken as a positive then that COVID is obviously, you know, that we're in a lockdown right now, because it does mean that you're kind of not having to go out and do those things with Flo and, you know, what, you know, I mean, imagine you were being sick, like in the park or something. It's quite nice that you can be home. Yes, I feel like in a way it's obviously easier at the moment because there's less less pressure to go out and do stuff because obviously there's not things open so I feel Mm. like it's kind of more doable in that way um I do feel I do have sickness I actually wouldn't say it's morning sickness because I actually feel pretty much normal for the majority of the day it's just in the evening it's so weird it's like the last couple of hours in the evening so most evenings I actually am being sick um and it's either like I'm being sick or I'm feeling really sick and it's just dinner I can't really eat like it just has to be something really plain that you like mash like I just cut it's so weird but then for breakfast and lunch I'm fine majority of the day I'm fine I don't know what it is I don't think it's because I'm more tired as the day goes on because I nap most often (laughs) Um, I don't yeah I don't know what it is but I guess I'm just lucky that it's not all day so I can deal yeah. with Okay, great. So next question is moving on. I love this question. Anna, will you be finding out the gender? <laughs> I was going to say I'm in two minds, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not. I mean, I'm in awe of people who don't find out the gender and like almost in a way I mean I completely get it. It's like it's the biggest surprise you're ever going to have and part of me yeah. is that I could wait but I just can't like no, I really can't, can't wait yeah. it's too 
you wait nine months. I mean, obviously I didn't for my pregnancy, but most people, and in my next pregnancy, I will. You wait nine whole months where all you're thinking about is this new child that's coming into your life. And like, how are you expected not to want to know that one thing, you know, to be able to then start preparing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I fully see how it'd be so amazing, like going through labor. And I know some people feel like it really then motivates them for the labor part because they don't know. Right. You know, like to have that find out. Way, you're going to be a beautiful baby at the end of your exactly. labour. Like, I can do it. <laughs> and like, I feel like it really helped me knowing it was a girl. I really feel like it helped me to bond. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like before when I didn't know it was a girl or a boy. I mean, early on in pregnancy, anyway, like you know that you're pregnant. You know you're carrying a child, but you know that they're really small. They're not. I don't know. It's, it was hard. It's hard to, when I found out that the baby was a girl. Kind of in my head, I was like. I could just picture things a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? I mean, almost like, almost like you can start imagining a life and things, can't yeah, you? Yeah, and you can be like, oh, baby girl. You know, I remember I used to like always be like, because I, oh, I then chose her name and I'd always just be like, oh, yeah. so you can talk to them, you can stroke it and sort of, I totally get what you mean. And I like, if you don't know the gender, like you're just kind of being like, I mean, you can still do it and be like, oh, love you, baby. But it's just, yeah, it helps you be closer. I get that. Exactly. So um, I, I definitely will find out. With Flo, we actually had a scan I mean, I think there's a, like a blood test you can do really early on and find out, but we didn't do that. We had a scan at 16 weeks, which I believe is the earliest from a scan that you can find out the gender from. So we had a okay. private scan um, to find that out. If you don't have a private scan, then you find out like at your 20 week hospital scan, which is like called the anomaly scan. It's the scan they do to see if anything um, yeah. is, is wrong, but yeah. that is when they tell you the gender. So we had the 16 week one because I was just dying to know. Hmm. But I feel like with this baby, I might wait till the 20 weeks. I'm in two minds. Like we've had a private scan a few weeks ago so that yeah. Charlie could come as well. I guess it also depends like what happens with COVID, if he's yeah. allowed in. Yeah. yeah, because I don't know. I kind of, I'm not, I'm not sure yet if we'll find out at 16 weeks or wait till 20. I feel like 20 weeks isn't actually that far away. I've got my 20 week scan booked in for um the end of February which isn't that far away at all so I feel like we'll probably we'll just wait till then but yeah I I definitely I definitely want to know and I'm glad that Charlie does as well because I feel like that would be really hard if you oh my god like if one of you yeah if one of you didn't want to know what would you do I'd probably just find out and then not tell them (laughs) I mean I couldn't do that and I I wouldn't also I feel like it I just let it slip. <laughs> oh, you let it slip. Yeah, you, then you've got like 20 weeks where you were like, obviously you're going to let it slip at some point. And that's very yeah, true. Exactly. That'd be so really... are you going to um, just have the doctor tell you straight up or do you want to like take the envelope home and then like, you know, get someone else to tell you or, and do anything extravagant? You kind of just chill. Oh, I feel like with COVID as well, you can't do anything that extravagant, mm. can you? Not that I would, but we can't have a massive gender reveal and like no. fireworks and stuff. But... <laughs> And also Flo's a little bit too young. I mean, I guess if she was a little bit older, it'd be a really cute way for her to kind of reveal it or for her to... Oh, yeah. That would be really cute, wouldn't it? But I feel like she's... Well, I mean, you know, there's not that much time between now and the end of February. She's not... Between a boy and a girl. (laughs) Excited about having a brother or a sister. So, yeah, I mean, I think I'll just get them to tell us. That's what we did. That's what we did with Flo. Yeah. yeah, 
How did you feel when they told you with, with flow? Like, how did they say it? Did they did they do like a drum roll? Like, I don't know this because obviously no, I got not doing drum roll. I mean, any of them, yeah. no drum roll. <laughs> like the hospital scans have always been a lot more. I feel like the doctors are always the sonographers. They're always very serious, and it's quite matter of fact. So yeah. definitely, Daisy, do not do a drum roll. <laughs> they just kind of. Well, oh that's cute they ask if you want to know and then they say oh it's looking like a baby girl let's just check and then they kind of like right move it around and check a bit a bit more creative they should have like a little like cannon with like a color in it or something I don't know you should become a sonographer <laughs> yeah maybe I should maybe I should like start going into hospitals and being like are you looking to hire someone to like tell people the gender because yeah, I'll you do it rent out your coloured cannons to them but no it wasn't like that but obviously when they told us we were just so excited I mean I would have been happy either way same with this pregnancy but I feel like I was convinced I was having a boy with flow so when they told me I was having a girl I was really shocked and like I just cried yeah it's just an amazing feeling isn't it Oh, exciting. Okay, so next question from another lovely mum who sent this in is mum guilt. So this mum is pregnant with number four. Congratulations, that's insane. <laughs> and <laughs> wow, and she's feeling guilty that she's always tired. I mean, bless you. <laughs> Do you have any tips for that? Um <laughs> no. I just said that I literally nap, you know, nine out of ten. A good tip though. I will nap. So yeah, but I mean, is that possible with three? Is she a mum? Did you say she's a mum of four? Yeah. Mum of three, about to be four. Mum of three. So yeah, I feel like, I mean, that's possible with Flo, but if I had three other children, like <laughs> I'm sure that would not be possible. <laughs> when I don't know if that tip is going to be able to help you. Um, yeah. I mean, like hats off to you. You're doing an amazing job already with three babies. So please don't feel guilty. Although I know that mum guilt is very real and it's something we all feel. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like, I don't know, maybe lower your expectations. That's what I'm doing at the moment, you know, like yeah. I said, with like having the TV on more and kind of just putting things out and being with her, but letting her just play rather than it being really mm. attractive the whole time. Mm. Um, like lowering your expectations because you know that you're not going to feel like this forever. It's just like what you're doing day by day to get by at the moment while you need to and then I feel like also um what helps me is actually just going out for fresh air so like every day I think it's especially important in lockdown like every day we just try and get out for a walk and some days I really don't feel like it but even yeah even if I'm really tired as soon as I've gone out and just even walked for a couple of minutes I feel so much better and then by the end of the walk I'm always like so glad that I did it it just revives Mm. you a bit so yeah fresh air I'd say as well and then I mean you could only have like one coffee can't you or a couple of caffeine so I can't say that either I used to drink obviously like before I was pregnant but I used to drink those monster drinks oh my god I don't even know how much caffeine they have in them did you really? I, I could not touch those, to be honest. It just makes me think of like, you just, I just think they're such junk. But what, I don't even know what I they're mean, made of. I mean, they're so bad for you. Like, I used to drop out, um, funnily enough, I used to drink them when I was working as a PT, you know, like in the health and fitness industry when they're probably one of the worst things for you. But just like yeah. to help you get through 15 of hours. Course. But no, yeah. that is not that is not a tip for you. My tip for you, yeah. Just like, no, lower your expectations. Try and get out for fresh air, even when you don't feel like it. And yeah, just try try not to beat yourself up about it because I'm sure oh, you're doing an amazing job. 
Love that, love that. Okay, last question actually on our list. So thank you so much to everyone who sent in your questions is how many children do you want? I don't know. Like I've always known that I wanted to be a mum, you know, like from as young as I can remember, I knew that I wanted to be a mum. And now that I've had Flo and seen just how amazing it is, I do feel like I want a big family. I mean, it's, it's like everyone says it, that you just can't put it into words what it's actually like. But mm. until you can actually become a mother and have your own baby and experience it, you don't really understand what people mean by that. Like it's just a kind of happiness and love that no words you could use would do it justice. Mm. Um, and she just brings so much happiness to my life. Like that I... <laughs> would love to have more children to share that with in a way and like I would love I mean I'm so happy that she'll have a brother or a sister and hopefully we will be lucky enough to have more um yeah I don't have an exact number on how many I'd like to have but yeah just for me like children are just the biggest blessing in the whole world Oh, that was such a lovely way to end it. I totally agree. I'm like, I want, I want 50 million kids now. Like you just, because I can't, because it's also such an amazing experience. Being pregnant itself as well is so beautiful that I cannot wait to be pregnant again. And then I just think I'm never going to want to stop. Like I'm going to just want to keep coming on more. Probably carrying on till it's like physically not possible anymore. We're pregnant again at 40. Continuing becoming pregnancy announcements. I think everyone was a bit you know, like surprised by my announcement. I don't think people were expecting it. No, I feel like, yeah. you know, if we, if I just carry on and carry on, people will probably stop being shocked when it's like the 10th baby. And I'm like, oh, got something to tell you. But yeah, no, if we're yeah. lucky enough, I would love to have a really big family, but I feel extremely blessed to have two. <laughs> Oh, so beautiful. Thank you so much, Anna. It's so fun being our guest, but thank you so, so much for answering all the questions. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you so much to everyone um, for sending them in and for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, I really enjoyed it. I hope they did as well. Yeah, it's so nice. It's so nice having like a proper sit down about your pregnancy. Definitely. And actually we said this um, on, I think the first episode we did, but we are going to do a full episode just on Daisy and her cryptic pregnancy. So I know most of you mm. probably already know this, but she didn't find out she was pregnant till she was eight months pregnant. Seven months, but seven. let's say eight. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much eight months. Very, very far along. <laughs> yeah, till she was seven months pregnant. So we're going to do a whole episode on that because people always ask about it. So, yeah. I think we'll similarly, we'll do um, a Q&A box on our Instagram so people yeah. can just send questions there because I want it to be a really like honest deep dive where I've done a few podcasts before and I've spoken about it before, but I'd like to really like go into it with you obviously because as we're friends as well, where I can like talk about stuff I haven't maybe spoken about before and kind of really explain how how like it, it was for me mentally and things like that. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, but yeah, thank you so much guys for listening. Thank you to Anna for explaining all about her second pregnancy and guys we have weekly episodes continuing for the foreseeable future we've got so much planned and in our roster so please keep your eyes peeled for all the amazing guests that we have coming as well bye <laughs> thank you so much bye. thank you so much for listening guys we hope you enjoyed the episode if you're not already make sure you're following us on instagram our username is becoming mama pod and also we would love to hear from you and hear your story if you'd like to be a guest email becoming at gmail.com you can also find the podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts thank you so much guys talk, talk to you soon, soon.